Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Birch, and I'm your guide back to knowing, trusting, loving, and living who you are so you can go on and create a life that you're happy with. That's really my goal with working with you, especially since codependency is about the loss of that and interdependency and joy. Living beyond codependency is really about that happiness and joy that's personal and individual to you. So I'm excited to have you here in today's episode. Uh, let me get track of myself here because I've got a, got a little cold going on. So if I sound a little muffled, well, that's why. So before we jump in, I need to get this shared out to the community here real quick. So if you're new to me, the community is your safe haven where you can find tools, supporting guidance, and your journey back to yourself Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on my front page at freetheself.com. Make sure you check the rules link that is also there so you can see what is expected of you and to make sure that the community is a good fit for you when you apply. So check those out and come join us. All right, so I'm going to get a shout out here. and Let me know in the comments that you're here, how you're doing. And I'm going to click some buttons and voila. All right. So today's kind of a different episode uh, because I want to talk about one of the courses that are starting here, uh, February 27th. It's called the Relationship Strategy. And so in this episode, I want to talk to you about why I created it and what it can do for you, give you an idea of what this looks like, reason why. I would like to do this is so you have more awareness of what I offer and, and so you can make a more effective choice about, well, man, this this fits me where I need to be right now. Or down the road, you're like, this is what I want to take, so here's what I need to be uh, doing to get there. So that's what today is about. And then feel free to ask questions and we can have a discussion here about relationships and about how they function and about what's going on with them. So, yeah. So, that's what we're going to be doing today. Now, again, just a little, <laughs> little head cold. It's got me thrown off a little bit. So I've put some notes up here, and I'm just going to, if I can find them, I'll pull them up. There we go. All right. So bear with me just a sec here. All right. So what is the relationship strategy? Well, it's the fourth step or the fourth phase in what I call the happiness after codependency system. So there's four steps or phases in this system. The first one is self-trust, where we restore your, well, we help you start nervous, uh, caring for your nervous system, soothing it, and then start restoring your sense of self-trust, both in your legitimacy, your natural completeness, and then help you get into what's called congruence or alignment with yourself so that the way you use your personal power, your choices and actions is working for you rather than against you. That leads us into step two or phase two, which is the heal yourself strategy where we focus dominantly on healing the trauma bond and healing the impact of narcissistic abuse, of neglect, and of unavailable emotional relationships in your world. We specifically focus on restoring your sense of safety relationally, emotionally, and physically and then building sanity back into your reality so you can detect what's real, heal the impact of gaslighting, crazy making, and things like that. And then third, we move into sovereignty, where I teach you what your needs are, how they're met, connect with your attachment style, and begin to heal that, 
and then introduce you to your personal power, your personal autonomy, and your personal uh, sovereignty. So you can occupy the space that you be, utilize your power in ways that work for you. Third phase or third step in this would be the know yourself strategy where you come to know, love, and live who you are by attuning to your value, your personal voice, your inner wisdom, and your vision, your brilliance, the things that matter to you. And then that brings us to the relationship strategy, which is phase four, or step four in this cycle, because they all are interdependent. We're always going through self-trust, healing and caring for ourselves, knowing ourselves, and then relating. So the relationship strategy is about teaching you how to build organically compatible relationships where you feel seen, loved, and valued. This applies to all relationships, so friendships, business, therapeutic, also romantic, platonic, whatever. So it's, when you think about relationships, think of it beyond just the romantic focus because that seems to be the cultural narrative, right? Oh, relationships, it's got to be romantic. This applies to everything. The principles you learn in the relationship strategy teach you how to build a relationship that's both organically fulfilling, that's safe, where you feel seen, loved, and valued, and that can grow. And it does that because of the premise it's built on. And I'll talk about that here in a sec. I want to share with you why I built the relationship strategy specifically. This course is a product of a lot of years of my own struggle with relationships, uh, romantic, friendship, therapeutic, and professional ones. Because growing up, I didn't have a whole lot of experience or exposure to actual healthy relationships. Instead, it was more like a, you know, it's kind of a random event. Like, oh, this this person likes me. Oh, I kind of like them. Well, we, we, we have a mutual interest and we, we play around that. So where dominantly a lot of my friendships started. But I didn't see how romance worked. I didn't see how intimacy worked. I didn't see effective communication. I didn't understand what companionship looked like. I didn't understand how uh, conflict worked in this and nor how play functioned in a lot of relationships. And so I grew up with a fear, especially a fear of intimate, emotionally vulnerable relationships. Um, I was scared to have a girlfriend. I was scared to pursue people I was interested in. I actually didn't do that till I was 33. I'm 43, so that's like 10 years ago. <laughs> the damage there, right? Um, I, I was scared to be seen, to be exposed, to be known that way because everything I'd grown up with felt really scary. And most of all, relationships felt like a mystery, like they just happened. I mean, do any of you guys relate to that, that this, like, well, they seem kind of like this random event and you kind of have to deal with what you get and you're supposed to. Relationships are something like, oh, you're dating someone, we well, got to commit to them now and make it work. You got to force it to happen. And if it's not happening, then there's something wrong with you. Like, oh, I've got to be a different person or I've got to have different attributes or I need to, uh, be this and not that, that kind of thing starts to show up. And I was riddled with that, riddled with it. And so as I started to experience healthy friendships and then healthier and healthier romantic relationships, I started seeing a pattern. And this pattern emerged out of my own healing with codependency. And this is 
This is the cool part, because the relationship strategy is developed just for people with codependency. It is not intended for anyone else. This is specifically designed for you guys. The reason why is because we need different things than what maybe the relationship book is telling you or some other relationship coach is suggesting. These are things that I didn't understand and that were not given the proper focus and time they needed for them to work for me. And so I was like, you know, I see a need here. And so I created the relationship strategy. And its goal is to help something, it's to help us make sense of something that feels very complicated, very scary, very uncertain, to make it simpler, to make it more relatable, more attainable, to give ourselves a sense of power and knowledge and understanding about what's going on as we create friendships or romantic relationships, professional relationships, and so on. The goal is to empower you with the concepts in the course so that you can navigate this over and over with success. Now, success is very specific here. doesn't mean the relationship works. It means that you have a clear, honest experience that you can then make a yes or no choice with so you're happy with what's showing up in your life. That's the success I want to empower you to have in your world. Because that's what matters. Because not all relationships survive. Not all of them should survive. In fact, a lot of times, healthy relationships by themselves end. They end because that's the healthy direction of the relationship. Because I know in my experience, let me know in the comments below if you guys went through this. I was raised to think that that commitment was the core principle of a successful relationship. Without it, nothing worked. I just had to keep working and working and changing and trying and over and over and over. And maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll get better. But I had to be committed. What I discovered in my own journey was that that was a major, major trap. I was unable to actually see what the relationship was doing because I had to be committed to making it work a specific way. I had fixed my sights on a specific outcome, and if it wasn't working, I was going to try to figure that out. And this led to me being in relationships where I caused a lot of harm, and a lot of harm was caused to me. This is where things were deficient, empty, frustrating, didn't make sense. It wasn't fun. It wasn't loving. It wasn't playful. It was a lot of pain. It was a lot of confusion and a lot of internalization, shame, guilt, insecurity. It amplified my own sense of uh, worthlessness at the time, that kind of thing. So the goal of the relationship strategy is to make relationships more probable in your life that you are happy with. And it does that by making this very complicated thing of relationships simple. And it's going to do this in three ways. I've designed it to set up kind of like well, all my courses are built in a building block fashion. We start with the foundation and then we add more pieces to it. And then we go out and we experiment with it, get experience with it, come back, refine our awareness, go back, rinse and repeat. That's how we learn. That's how we master these things. So the first thing I teach in the relationship strategy is a foundation for what I call organic compatibility. Because a lot of times, let me know, 
what you guys think compatibility is in the comments below. Because I thought it was just like, oh, compatibility is something where, oh, we like each other and we have some shared interests. We're compatible. Compatibility actually has a deep, more deeper nuanced experience than that. Yep. It does rely on some mutual interests. It does rely on a similar emotional level of interest and attraction and stuff like that. But it also relies on one's capacities. It relies on how we bridge differences between capacities, differences between priorities and values, value systems in our relationships. It relies on us understanding each other's biography, understanding, oh, okay, if Marshall has this kind of uh, sensitivity, then I need to approach it this way so we can, we can best perform in communication in a way where we can hear each other. I mean, my girlfriend does that for me. I do that for her. We're sensitive to our own activations. We communicate about what activates those things and what would help us stay regulated and connected and clear. So we are reaching towards each other, caring for each other that way, doing a bit of the emotional load for each other, because that's how we maintain connection, safety, and intimacy there. And that's built on organic compatibility. So organic compatibility means that we have a fit that we can naturally bring together, both based on our natures, because we have thinking, uh, similar thinking styles, similar uh, value systems, we have a very similar or the same priorities, things like that, as well as we manufacture bridges that close the gap between the differences and we build habits and approaches with each other so we can navigate each other's emotional landscapes in ways that feel safe, loving, and nurturing. What this does is it builds secure attachment. It negates the power over uh, experience that happens in relationships, especially in conflict, where someone wants to force or control an outcome with the other person. Instead, it negates that and we move towards understanding. It takes communication and moves it towards comprehension and towards uh, acknowledgement. So there are feelings seen there and feeling understood. And it takes conflict and it transforms it into a way to build intimacy. Because effective intimacy our effective conflict builds intimacy because what conflict is, is it's vulnerability around a need that feels like there's a distance between uh, its fulfillment and its rejection, right? It's a scary experience right here that, oh, there's going to be a clash here because I have this need and they're in this position. So we take that diff that conflict and we start to understand it. We start to bring it into a, a container of compassion, of love, of care, of regard for each other. And while soothing our emotions, regulating our nervous system, and reaching towards each other. This is the, the pinnacle of organic compatibility. So I teach you where that starts. Organic compatibility starts with what's called the what, how, who model of relating. This helps us understand what we want, how we want it, and then to discover if the persons we're getting to know actually align with that how. Because it's really not the what that's the issue, it's the how. And if they're not really aligned with it, they naturally don't get it, it doesn't work for them. Um, building a bridge towards it doesn't bring them fulfillment. Then we have an incompatibility. 
And that's where we can start making effective decisions about saying, ah, does this person stay in my life or not? Because this matters to me that much. So this is where we start discovering organic compatibility. The next one we start to explore is the principle of consent and privilege versus entitlement and obligation. Because most of us have been built into relationships, into this model of like, well, no, I'm in a relationship, so I have expectations and I have to meet them. Or, man, they have expectations and I've got to meet those. You know, if there's an expectation, someone's obligated to it. And that's the way a lot of times relationships function. This is a control or power dynamic going on. Well, I have a need and you're my partner, so you're supposed to meet it, that kind of thing. And that builds resentment. So what I teach is this process of consent where we can start to, oh, okay, they have a need. I have a need and I'm going to ask. I'm not just going to assume because this person over here is my partner or this person is my friend or my business partner or whatever. I'm going to ask them, hey, I have this need. What do you think? And then they can consent to it or not. That right there right there eliminates numerous arguments. Huge problems are eliminated in that because now there's this act of respect towards each other. And this act of respect creates discovery. And from discovery, we find out if we're more and more compatible. So I teach you what consent privileges, how we implement it, and then how to get out of the entitlement and obligation trap that we all bring into relationships at some level. I mean, it still shows up in me. Like, oh, I I have this need, and this is this person's role in my life. They're supposed to do this thingy. They're not. Well, yeah, I didn't ask them to. Because people aren't mind readers, right? This gets us out of the codependent dynamic of mind reading, predicting, anticipating, and out of passive-aggressive attempts to get our needs and wants met. We become really direct clear, simple, and kind in our communication. In a lot of ways, this is kind of boring because there's not a whole lot of anxiety around us. Like, Ooh, what's going on? Nah. The cool part here is that that boringness builds intimacy, creativity. You got energy and time so you guys can focus on real life and do things that you really want to do together, whatever relationship it's the type that you're dealing with. <laughs> And you have this clarity and you build really big, uh, secure attachments, um, reliable trust because people feel safe enough to ask and they know that they're going to be either received or they're going to be negotiated with in that. And if maybe sometimes we'll have a no, like I, I just can't do that, then that person can make an honest decision about where to go from there. So I teach you how to do that. And that builds on the last thing, last component that I teach. It's called discovery over commitment because i'll tell you my culture where i grew up what i was taught in relationship is you commit so if you're dating someone well it's time to commit you got to commit to figuring out and making it work and forcing things through and we i don't approach it that way anymore and the reason why is because a lot of times you know we're developing feelings for someone or we've got a strong you know chemistry with them or something we think that that's significant to the point that we should commit to them because, hey, I feel this way about them. That is not going to lead to our happiness. Love is absolutely and utterly 
not enough. It's part of it, but it's not the whole of it. Compatibility is, because compatibility determines the longevity, the sustainability, the fulfillment and happiness of that relationship. And so you need love, but you need compatibility too. And the way we figure out if a person or place or thing or whatever it is is compatible with us is through the art of discovery rather than commitment. And the cool part of this is, is when we're in the discovery practice with a person and we do this throughout the entire relationship, then we're always discovering what the relationship needs right now and we're discovering what we need and they need right now. So we're in a presence in the relationship. We're connected to its living nature. And this allows us to understand ourselves and others real time, which avoids a lot of the big problems that tend to show up in long-term relationships where like things suddenly changed. I don't know what happened. Well, you weren't listening. You weren't paying attention. So discovery allows us to discover commitment it allows us to discover compatibility. It allows us to discover the future we would have with that person because we're actively experiencing it. And that way we can make honest commitments to highly compatible people in our world. And this takes the big risks out of the game of building relationships in our, in our lives because now it's not so much a big gamble. It's more like, well, I know what they do with trust because I teach you how operational trust is built in the relationship strategy how that functions using what's called the eight relationship bare minimums, and how to detect it. You know they're trustworthy because of the way they show up. You know if you're happy or not because you're attuned to your own emotional awareness in the relationship. You're like, I'm really enjoying this. You know what your needs are. You know how to ask for them, and you'll know how they'll be received because you've been practicing that with them. You know that your wants are valued because they're demonstrating that, and vice versa. You're demonstrating that to them. That's the power of the relationship strategy because, um, the, well, that's the power of building a relationship this way from organic compatibility through discovery and through consent. You get a really honest, clear relationship that can be very fun and very fulfilling and most of all, safe, light, soft, passionate, kind, where you're having a hard time. You bring it home and you're like, man, today was just a day. And they're like, come here. And they know what to do because they've learned what you need. They've learned what you need because you've shared it with them. And you guys have practiced it. That's my goal. That's why I created the relationship strategy. So you could have friendships where you, where you are seen, loved, and valued. Romantic relationships where you're seen, loved, and valued. Business relationships where there's this organic friendship and compatibility and this mutual, mutually shared vision. Therapeutical relationships, all of them can align this way because you know what you need and want, how those work, and then you can choose people based on that. That's what the relationship strategy is about. So we start this, uh, not this Sunday, the next Sunday, February 27th, the course is 12 weeks long, so it's going to run from February 27th to May 15th. So it's currently 12 modules. I'm probably going to add some to it. We'll see. 
Um, classes last about two to two and a half hours each. You get lifetime and unlimited access to the recordings and to future live versions of the course. Uh, $12.50 for new students, $7.50 for existing students. There are payment plans available for it. And they, the classes are taught twice. So like on February 27th, which is a Sunday, class one is taught at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. So you get the choice of a morning or evening class, or depending on where you are in the world, that could be an evening or a morning class for you. So you can show up as to whatever you feel best or works best for your um, your time and your scheduling. And you also get lifetime or unlimited access to my twice-a-week support group called uh, Live Mentoring Hours where we connect with you, give you guidance and support and celebration and your discoveries as you go through the course. And you have that forever. That doesn't expire at the end of the course. So this is resonating with you. If you're like, this is where I want to be, this is where I want to go, click the link. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, on the front on the front page of my website, and come and enroll and join us. There's 20 seats available. Nine, well, there's 20 seats total open for enrollment. 19 are currently available. Enrollment ends February 25th. Now, you might have some questions as to whether or not this is the right fit for you, depending on where you're at in codependency. Some questions to ask yourself. Have you worked on and found space from love addiction, the trauma bond? Because if you haven't, then the heal yourself strategy is your first focus. Cool thing, the heal yourself strategy is included with the relationship strategy. So you can enroll in this, start your work there. If you have high paralyzing levels of self-doubt, you don't trust the legitimacy of your emotions, your wants, your needs, your perception, you feel like you don't know what's real, I recommend the self-trust course first and then the heal yourself strategy. Now, if you don't know yourself, you're like, hmm, I don't know what my wants are, what my needs are. I don't know. My value is still dependent on other people. Um, rejection is a very scary thing. It paralyzes me. Things of that nature. Then I would recommend the know yourself strategy first. But if you're like, I'm ready to know myself a little more in relationships i'm ready to get out there and build some friendships some romantic relationships i'm ready to experience something more beyond my codependency that is in the relationship realm you want to learn what it's like how to determine trust how to build those connections these things you know your body is alive and light in this idea then i recommend the relationship strategy so there you go. Let me know if you have any questions in the comments below, guys. I'm always here to discuss those things, help you understand what might be best for you in your journey and what I have to offer. Thank you for your time today. Uh, let me know what you got out of this video and go gently with yourself as we go forward. And remember, next Friday enrollment closes, so you've got about a week and a half. I look forward to seeing you guys in class. If you come and join us, go gently. Okay. And I will see you guys in our next video. Bye-bye.